Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. The Testimony chronicles the largest rape trial in the history of the Democratic Republic of the Congo, offering glimpses into the lives of women and the unshakable strength of the human spirit. We're joined today by the director of The Testimony, Vanessa Block. Vanessa, welcome to Film School. Hi, thanks for having me. Thank you so much for being here. Um, what a wonderful film. Um, this is your first documentary film, is that right? It is my first film of any kind, documentary or other. <laughs> well, then it begs the question, what inspired you to go to one of the most dangerous places on the planet to tell this very brave story about these women who have suffered unspeakable um, crimes that have been committed against them and their families? Tell me a little bit about how this uh, came to you. What 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 possessed you to go? Well, um, I think if I sort of go back to the very beginning, it all started with my meeting a woman from Congo as an undergraduate, and we developed a close friendship, and she was really the one who keyed me into, you know, the atrocity that was happening in Congo, this Third World War that was just not being reported on in the mainstream media. And I was a little bit disconcerted that I was receiving a fairly liberal arts education, and I was had not heard of this. Um, so I did my own investigating and research, which ultimately led to the creation of the film, and I went out and shot it. Um, I just felt like it was something that I had to do. I was very passionate about the region and the issues, and um, making a film about it seemed like the best way to shed light on, on the issue. Tell me about the woman that you met uh, that, that went through this. Who was that? Who was she, was she in the film? No, she wasn't in the film. I met her, actually, um, she was working in my dining hall when I was an undergraduate. We became good friends, and we would just sit and eat meals together um, almost every day, and she just was kind of my a close friend of mine. Um, so that's how that developed, and she had family that was still living in eastern Congo in a place called Bukavu, um, and she was she was my foray into everything that was going on over there. Well, let's talk a little bit about the situation um, that you document in the testimony. Um, it is uh, a very powerful, uh, just before we get too f much further, it's a very powerful um, woman at the very beginning of the testimony who whose seeming exterior calm belies this horrific story that she tells about the night that she lost a daughter and her husband and... Uh, it's unbelievable, and but to see her her face in telling the story, and she's stoic until I think you ask the last question about whether or not whatever what happened to her daughter, mm -hmm. and as you can see her break a, a a little bit in that, and I think that just sets up this film so wonderfully in terms of the the strength of these these women. But before I get too far afield here, mm -hmm. talk about the situation that developed. Um, what year was it that, that this this crime occurred? Well, the crime that the film really chronicles, and I should point out that it's, it's sort of, it's both a specific story in that it chronicles this particular trial, um, which yeah. took place about a year and a half ago, um, which was formed as a result of an atrocity that happened in November of 2012, which was the Minova rape 
which is essentially an event where um, the M23 Rebellion, which is an armed militia group in Congo, defeated the Congolese military. So these government soldiers, feeling demoralized, emasculated, shamed, descended upon this town of Minova, where they raped hundreds of their own civilians. So this was a Congolese on Congolese crime, and it was dealt with through the military courts in Congo. So that's sort of the specifics of the story. But really, the film deals with sort of a broader issue of just, you know, sexual violence against women in Congo, this endemic, deeply entrenched inequality that's really become a part of the social fabric, both in Congo and in the larger continent of Africa, and frankly, globally. I mean, I think it's an issue that we really need to address from a a global front, Um, you know, issues of gender equality. So um, it it is both, it sort of has the benefit of being both a specific um, story-based film, but then also deals with a much broader uh, issue. In, in the uh, in the film you talk about, or you there's a graphic that uh, basically I think says so much about uh, Africa, in that this particular conflict has caused more. And it, help me out if I'm incorrect. More the most deaths of any war since World War Two. Is that did I have that right? Yes, you have that right. The conflict in DRC in Congo um, has cost more lives than any other since the Second World War, and that is an accurate statistic. Um, millions of deaths uh, because of this conflict in Congo. Um, so it is, it's something that we absolutely need to be looking at more closely. I, I, you know, I don't really understand why it seems to be sort of relegated by the mainstream media. It's not something that we are speaking about enough, and we're certainly not delving into uh, the women's issues aspects of it. And that's, that's really a critical component of the yeah. conflict, because women really do serve as the, the cornerstone of the family unit in Congo. Um, it's a maternal society in the sense that people introduce themselves as the son or daughter of their mother as opposed to their father. So when you violate a woman uh, and rape a woman, you essentially destroy a community's sense of personal identity. So it is used as a weapon of war, and it's very effective, unfortunately, in dismantling communities and families. Uh, so you can't really have a conversation about the conflict without having a conversation about sexual violence against women. It is something that you know, rape of women uh, has gone on probably as long as men have been waging war. But it does seem that in the last couple of decades, it has become uh, one of the primary tools by which our invading armies are um, used to terrorize a populace. It does seem to have kind of become more and more and more commonplace, um, and it, it, it's a uh, it is unfortunate on so many levels. But certainly, there's the social stigma attached to uh, women who have been raped, the ostracization of them, and mm-hmm. the vilification, the the violence that's visited upon them after the fact. It's it just seems to spiral uh, in in a most unconscionable way. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I mean, I, do, I don't think I have a question even here. It's just, it's just that this is well, such a, such a horror that uh, the that and to up for us to not know about this, especially in terms of a war that has killed so many people, is also a failure. Well, you you actually raise a very interesting parallel, which um, I sort of came upon after you know getting all the translations of the film. So this is sort of a strange experience when you're shooting. 
uh, a movie that's not in your your language. There's a lot of um, sort of going off of instincts and just energy in a space or talking to somebody because you can't, you know, you don't obviously know exactly what's being said. Uh, there was something about the trial that just was so unsettling. And then when the translations came through and I saw what actually was said and the way it was handled, just so much more farcical than judicial, really, yeah. to be frank. Um, it well, the, just was what, shocking. Well, the thing about how much content was in your, was it her luggage or her purse or something that the judge asked her yeah, about that? I mean, it's reparation for, I, I, I know, I mean, it's I'm a man who can sit here and pontificate all I want about you know what's going on with women in the world and it's it I don't know how it comes across but until we until there's a, a world where women enjoy the same um, access to education and the same civil rights and the same access to the criminal justice system we're not going to do very well in, as a world we're probably not going to succeed uh, absolutely, and, absolutely, and I hope that, that that also resonated as the film concluded. You know, it, it is, it's heavy, it's it's very honest and authentic, it really captures things as they unfolded, and, you know, sort of the third act, if you will, of the film does explore, you know, the power of education and yeah. sort of self-empowerment. And I do think you, you point out something really important, which is that education is the gateway uh, towards uh, sort of emancipating oneself from this this tragedy. It, and the women speak of it in the film, movingly about what they want for their daughters. And yeah, you know, uh, it, 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 well, I, I, again, I, I really think that if there's a way out of some very very serious issues that the world is now facing, you know, resource issues, economic uh, displacement issues, glo- global climate change, all of these things that are ahead of us. And women are the uh, women, and the way that they interact with the world is so much of what we need to be doing so much more of, in terms of nurturing life and protecting life and protecting each other. And but this is yeah, it's it's unfathomable to me that in this day and age that there is even a question about whether or not women should have access to education. I it's hard oh. to imagine that that's still an issue for anyone. In the world. It, it really, it really is. And just purely on the most kind of objective statistical um, basis, you know, the numbers show us that that what you're saying is the case. I mean, I got my master's in international medicine, and the course that I took was maternal health. And we see very clearly in the numbers that societies do better when women have access to health care and education. It's just, it's in the numbers. It's, um, you know, it's pretty much as black and white as it can be. The, the question and the challenge is then how do we get to that point? And, you know, my hope is that at the very least the film can shed some light on the issue and will sort of encourage people to get involved and speak up more about it. Absolutely. And speaking of that, uh, people can see the film, um, The Testimony. We're speaking with Vanessa Block, the director, an amazing enterprise that you uh, took upon yourself to go. Never made a film before. You go to the Congo. Again, by by statistics, one of the most dangerous places you can be on the planet and and um and we're able to get access to these women apparently obviously able to gain their confidence and uh, and because they opened up to you obviously you got into the trial that was going on so i think people need to see this this is one of those it's a shorter film it's about a half an hour long um mm-hmm. so it's eligible for the short program doc and i certainly hope that you're making every attempt to 
to to get that in into the competition and and because it's it's one of the better short films uh, documentary films that I've seen in a long time and I I uh, it's a very and don't take this the wrong way I mean this as a compliment it's a very straightforward very in some many ways simple you allow the story to tell itself there isn't a lot of embellishment there's not a lot going on except that the this the story is so compelling and it's done so well congratulations to you thank you, thank you so much i appreciate that uh, well um, let's let people know that they can see it at the laguna film festival uh, yes, which is screening it's at the regency director's cut cinema that's in laguna niguel um it's right down the road right down the 73 if you live anywhere near uh, orange county uh, get off it i think it's you're off right off of crown valley um to get to the laguna niguel regency laguna niguel director's cut cinema it's a wonderful theater and there's a whole weekend worth of uh fine films you're on opening night is that am i understanding? that's right on friday um i'm one of the program that runs between 7 and 9 p.m not sure exactly where i am in that in that section but somewhere in there <laughs> and are you going to be down there for that i am yes i'm gonna i'm gonna be going down tomorrow to enjoy the festivities and to see the film it's the first time i'll be seeing it with a with an audience so that's exciting well, I, I, I'm sure the reaction will be uh, very, very positive. The uh, and I, I want to commend you again. I'm, I'm somebody who you know interviews filmmakers and and pretends like I'm going to make a movie someday. Uh, <laughs> I, I, my, I, you set the bar. <laughs> I, I'm not. I was. I was going to make a little indie relationship movie, and you went out and and put your life on the line to make a really, really interesting and compelling film. And well, I still think you should make the indie relationship movie. <laughs> Why would you not do that? Okay. Well. All right. Well, with those words ringing in my ears, I want to thank you so so much for for, for Vanessa Block. The film is the testimony, and uh, it's at the Laguna. Be- it's a Laguna Film Festival, and right. and you can go to I have it here, uh, Laguna Film Festival. I think dot com. Um, oh boy, what did I do with it? Uh, and yeah, LagunaFilmFestival.com, dot com. You can find out more about it. And uh, if people want to get in touch with you at some point, is there? Do we have any sort of? Uh, go ahead. How can people? Yeah. Get uh, they can absolutely write into our Facebook page. It's facebook.com backslash the testimony film. Mm-hmm. Um, that's pretty much the best way at this point. We haven't okay. launched a website yet. Okay. Well, Vanessa Block, director of uh, the documentary, The Testimony, thank you so much for being on Film School. Pleasure to be here. Thank you. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.